All right, we are back on the Fit-ish Project with your host, Lathan Bass. Welcome back to another episode. Excited to get into this one. Been enjoying the podcast process so far. Obviously, this is something that has been new for me, um, but it's been cool to kind of try a new way to you know get some content out there and help some people at the same time and uh, just explore something new. So appreciate all you guys that have you know left a rating, shared with other people, all that good stuff because that helps to grow this and get this out to as many people as possible. So if you do enjoy these, uh, please do that. Much appreciated. But getting into this episode, I thought it would be a good time to talk about some more fat loss tips. Obviously, summer is coming up. Uh, lots of people use this time for fat loss. So what I'm going to do is give you some of my underrated tips and tricks as far as fat loss goes. You guys have followed me for any amount of time. You know that I've been able to lose and sustain 100 pounds. But I also help other people. You know, I've helped people lose 20, 30, even 40 plus pounds and keep it off. So these are some of the things that I've used in my personal journey to help, you know, keep that weight off and things that I've used with other people. So it's been tried and tested. Obviously, these aren't all things that I created. You know, I pick up different things from people and try different things. But again, these are things that I've seen work pretty well. And uh, some of them will be about nutrition. Some of them will be about uh, exercise or training. And then some of them will just kind of be around like mindset. And then there might even be just some random stuff in there that you learn. But I'm going to do this one in a little bit different fashion. So I'm going to do kind of like a rapid fire session here. Basically, I'm going to go through 30 tips that I have uh, to share with you guys. And I'm going to try to keep each one, each tip under a minute. Um, so again, it's going to be kind of just coming at you quick. Get a lot of tips in there. Hopefully you can pick up one or two or you know a couple that you can try just in time for summer to get you uh, you know looking right and ready for uh, that summer cut. So obviously, before I get into this, you know that you know fat loss is based around being in a calorie deficit. So all that means is, again, that you are eating less calories than your body needs to maintain your current body. So as long as you're in that calorie deficit, you will technically be losing weight and, uh, you know, losing fat. But you want to make sure that you're doing it in the right way. And if you really want to optimize your fat loss, you want to make sure that you are eating plenty of protein and then also strength training. So just have to cover those basics real quick because none of these tips are, you know, magic or crazy stuff, but you got to make sure you got those basics nailed down and in order. But these tips here will help put you in a calorie deficit and help with some of that other stuff that is important when it comes to fat loss. So uh, we will dive right into it. Again, goal is to stay under a minute for each one of these. We're going to roll through about 30 of them. Again, hopefully you get some value out of this one. All right. So tip number one, uh, the best diet is the one you can stick to, but also gives you the results that you want. And the reason that I put this one first is because a lot of people will try tons of different diets. So you got, you know, keto, you got paleo, you got uh, high carb, low carb, high protein, all this different stuff. And the fact of the matter is that all diets work if you're in a calorie deficit, but all diets might not work for you. So it's important to find out what diet is actually optimal for you, because a lot of times people will tell you that this diet is better, or this diet is better. And really all of them, again, they work if you're in a calorie deficit. But you got to figure out what works for you, what's actually sustainable, you know, what fits into your lifestyle, your goals and your preferences. Once you figure out what that looks like for you, whether that is a specific diet or maybe it's one that you create for yourself and you pick some guidelines um, that work for you, you know, a little trial and error with different things. And maybe you combine some things, figure out what actually is works for you and is sustainable and gives you the results that you want. That is what you want to stick with. 
because if you can't stick with it, if it's not sustainable, then you're not going to be able to sustain your results. So again, the best diet is the one you can stick to. Remember that before you try doing some really, really stupid stuff, especially if you're trying to do it quickly and fast before summer rolls around. Again, if you can't stick to it, if it's not sustainable, it's probably not going to be a great one for you. Tip number two, eat more vegetables for more fat loss. Again, I've talked about this one tons and tons of times, but easy thing to do, eat more vegetables. They're high volume, which means they're going to help fill you up, which is important when you're a little bit hungrier and you're eating less food on a calorie deficit. Uh, they have fiber, which also helps with hunger, and you're going to get plenty of nutrients. So low calorie foods, high volume foods, always a good thing when you're dieting, because again, it's going to help that hunger and going to help that whole dieting process a little bit more make it not seem like it's such a task to you know lose weight because again you are going to be hungry at times but eating more of those high volume lower calorie foods can help you stay full while still being in a calorie deficit so eating more vegetables always a good thing uh, number three carry a water bottle with you at all times similar to the vegetable thing you're going to want to stick to lower calorie drinks so obviously water is a good choice but the thing is when you're drinking more water typically can help with that hunger and you're just feeling like you're filled up more and the little hack of actually carrying a water bottle around all the time will help you drink a lot more water than if you do not carry a water bottle around. I know me personally, during the week, I always carry a water bottle on the weekends. Sometimes I do not, um, and most times I do not, transparently. And I drink way less water on the weekends than I do during the week when I'm actually carrying a water bottle around with me everywhere I go. So get yourself a water bottle you like, carry it around with you at all times. It's gonna help you curb that hunger a little bit and stay a little bit more full. Number four, start your day with a high protein meal. Um, again, this is good for a couple of reasons because number one, you're starting your day off with a with a win. Um, you know, starting with a healthy high protein meal is you know get you on that right foot, build a little momentum to start the day. Number two, it's going to help you with hunger. Starting out with protein helps keep you full throughout the day, so that's always going to be a good thing. And then again, we want to make sure that we're eating plenty of protein when we are trying to lose fat so that we can build and maintain muscle. So again, those three reasons right there why you should start your day with a high protein meal. And I know there's been studies done with this that people who typically start their day with a higher protein meal eat less just naturally than people who have more like higher carbohydrate meals with less protein in it. So again, start with high protein meals, you know, eggs, protein powder, protein oats, you know, protein shakes, any of that stuff is all really good. Uh, number five. Put your food onto a plate or a bowl and do not eat out of boxes, bags, or packages. A simple tip here, but when you actually take time to put your food on a plate or in a bowl versus just eating out of a bag or out of a package, you are going to eat less food. You're being more mindful and in turn, again, you're going to eat less food because you're actually taking your time to put what it is that you want onto the plate or into the bowl and not just eating mind mindlessly out of this bag or you know out of this package because we've all been there where we grab a bag of chips we're just going to have a few maybe a handful and then we look down and half the bag's gone so put that stuff on a you know on a plate in a bowl you're going to eat less so that's always a good tip uh next one eat slower again this is right on par for that last one helps you be a little bit more mindful um, and again, I know there's studies out there for this one too, that people that, you know, put their silverware down in between each bite, eat a little bit slower or a little bit more mindful, tend to just eat less calories because it gives your body a little bit of time to process that stuff and actually send the signals up to your brain and let you know when you're full. If you're just eating really fast, wolfing it down, like I typically do, um, you really don't notice until you've been done with all the food, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes later that you're either too full or 
you know, maybe you didn't eat enough. So eat a little bit slower, gives your body a little bit of time to actually process what's going on. And you'll tend to eat a little bit less, which is good when we're trying to lose fat. Uh, next one, sit down without any distractions whenever you eat. Again, this is right on, you know, the same topic here. Be a little bit more mindful if you actually take your time to sit down, you know, not sitting in front of a TV or with your phone, which is what most of us do now. We eat with phones, we have TVs, all that stuff. And, you know, it's fine occasionally, but if you're really trying to lose weight and eat a little bit more mindfully and not just shove a bunch of food down your throat without even realizing what you're taking in, then take the time to sit down and eat without distractions. You'll eat less. Uh, the next one, drink mostly water or zero calorie drinks. Uh, this was one of the first things that I did when I did my first diet at the age of 15 is I cut out pop and I cut out like high calorie drinks, you know, Gatorade juices, all that kind of stuff. And I just drank strictly water. You don't have to drink all water. I mean, water is great for your body, but you can also incorporate some other zero calorie drinks. You know, you can add flavors and you know pieces of fruit and um, even like diet sodas or low calorie, you know, flavored waters and stuff like that, that has zero calories. It's all going to help you keep those calories down because when you're drinking calories, it is very easy for those to add up. And if you're somebody who is trying to lose fat, uh, it's going to be very difficult if you are drinking a portion of those calories because they don't fill you up. And again, they add up very, very quickly. So stick to mostly water, zero calorie drinks. Uh, the next one, prepare more of your own meals. Uh, now, again, I'm not saying that you can never go out to eat or, you know, order food or do that sort of thing. But the more meals that you can prepare, typically the more control that you're going to have over your diet and the amount of calories that you're taking in, the amount of food you're drinking in, because the issue is when you go out to eat, uh, the calorie numbers that you're getting on the menu typically aren't all that accurate. The portions are typically bigger. A lot of times food is cooked in you know, oils and um, different things like that. And so typically you're just going to take in more calories when you are eating out versus when you're preparing your own meals. So try to prepare a majority of your own meals. That way you actually know what you're taking in and you're typically going to be taking in less calories. Uh, next one, don't let one meal off track turn into one week. So this is probably what ruins people's progress more than anything else is because, you know, they're on a diet, they're trying to lose fat, they have, quote unquote, one bad meal, basically a meal where they eat more than they wanted to, or maybe they had some things that they typically didn't really plan on eating. And rather than just getting back on track, the next meal, they let that one meal turn into the rest of the day, the next day, the day after that, and then it's a whole week of just eating like crap. And now you've you know, pushed yourself back way further than you would have if you just would have got back on track. Getting off track for one meal or even one day is not going to set you back unless you go absolutely nuts. Um, but again, just getting back on track as quickly as you can is going to set you up and help you make quicker progress. So again, don't let one meal turn into a whole week of meals that are just off the hinges. Um, next one, track your calories for two weeks. Now, with this one, I understand that not everyone wants to track their calories. You know, it takes a little bit of time. It's a process to kind of learn how to do it, all that stuff. But you will learn a ton if you just take the time for two solid weeks, measure out your food, track your calories, and you will be surprised at how many calories are in certain foods and how many calories that you are taking in. Because we typically underestimate how many calories we're taking in and we typically overestimate, you know, how much we're moving, how much exercise we get which is not the best combination if you're after fat loss. So take a couple of weeks, track out your foods, weigh them out and, you know, see where you're at and see what you're actually putting into your body. Because I promise you, you start measuring some of those things. Like for example, what an actual serving of like peanut butter looks like or what an actual serving of ice cream looks like. 
and you will be pleasantly, actually, I should say unpleasantly surprised at how much a serving actually is versus probably what you're taking in. So track your calories for two weeks, highly suggest it, will be very helpful. Uh, number, I don't know what number we're on, but we're on to the next one. Track your steps. So again, walking is underrated, especially when it comes to fat loss. Typically, what's going to happen when you go into a fat loss phase is your body is going to naturally want to move less throughout the day. And a way that you can kind of combat that a little bit is to track your steps. I try to shoot for or tell people to shoot for anywhere between eight to 12,000. Obviously, if you're somebody who's getting like two, 3,000 right now and you can't hit that 8,000 or those upper, you know, those higher numbers, then just try to get more than you're getting right now. Get a couple more. So if you're hitting 3,000 now, try to up that, get 5,000, 6,000. But again, eight to 12 is typically where I aim for and what I tell my clients to aim for. But track your steps. You can do it on your phone. Some fitness trackers have these as well. But easy way to make sure that you are keeping your movement up, uh, burning some extra calories and just staying active. Uh, next one. If you want to look toned, lift heavy weights and manage your calories. So a lot of people say they want to look toned, especially again, I mentioned summer's coming up. Toned is the word that you hear a lot or people want to look more cut, you know, want to look more athletic. And all that simply means is that people want to hold on or build muscle and strip off more of the fat so that they have this appearance of being toned or more cut. And the way that you do this, lift heavy weights and manage your calories. So you're either in a maintenance phase or you're in a calorie deficit, lifting heavy weights. That way you can strip off some of that fat and you will have that toned or cut appearance that you are after. It doesn't happen by lifting, you know, moderate or light weights for high reps. That's a myth and that does not work. You need to lift heavy weights and you need to manage your calories. That is how you will achieve that look that you are after. Uh, next one, don't use calorie trackers as a reason to eat more food. Now, personally, I really like fitness trackers. I wear one um, and it tells me how many calories I'm, you know, supposedly burning. But the thing about these is whether it's like an Apple Watch, um, I wear Whoop. All these different activity trackers, you know, Fitbits and stuff, they're not very accurate when it comes to calories burned um, because there's no real way to do that super accurately. You know, they're valuable for other reasons, but when it comes to calories, that is not something that I would have you pay attention to. And just because your workout says you burned 700 calories, it is probably a lot less than that. So don't think just because you're burning tons of calories through your workout that you can go eat a bunch of dessert and ice cream and extra calories because that is going to be problematic and you're going to feel like you are not making any progress when you do that. And it's probably because you're eating too much. So do not use calorie trackers as a reason to eat more food. Uh, simple one here, take the stairs whenever possible. Again, this one's pretty self-explanatory, but by taking the stairs, you know, burn a few extra calories, get a few extra steps in. And again, this helps to just build that mindset around I'm an active person. You know, I'm going to continue to get my steps in. I'm going to get my movement in and all that stuff kind of adds up when you think about, you know, weeks at a time and, you know, the, throughout the course of a diet or a cutting phase, when you do those small things, they add up. So quick and easy one there. Next one, cardio is great for general health, but is not required for fat loss. So a lot of people think when they go into a fat loss phase and they want to, you know, strip off some of that fat, that they have to do a bunch of cardio. And that is not true. There are plenty of people that will just lift weights and worry about, you know, their diet and they can see really, really good fat loss. So you don't necessarily need cardio to lose fat and cardio is not really that efficient of a way to lose fat. Yes, you'll burn some calories, but again, you're probably burning less calories than you think. It's a little bit time consuming. So if you can't get a ton of cardio in during your fat loss phase, it's not the end of the world. 
but it is good for general health to get some cardio in there. So you can get some, you know, walking, running, biking, whatever kind of cardio you enjoy, whether it's high intensity, low intensity, getting some of that in for your general health is a good thing, but don't stress and don't, you know, put in tons of hours of cardio just to lose weight. Next one, something is always better than nothing. Again, this is kind of a mindset thing. Uh, oftentimes people will think that because they can't get their full hour workout in, or if they you know, can't eat exactly on point throughout the day, then they just say, screw it. And they you know, don't work out at all, or they just go off the hinges with their diets. Something is always going to be better than nothing, just because you can't be you know, 100% consistent, 80%, 85% is still going to get you pretty dang good results. So never go with the all or nothing approach. It does not lead to great results. Uh, next one, focus on health and performance versus how you look. Again, I know this is kind of counterintuitive and this one is kind of a hard one to accept and to really, you know, embrace. But if you focus on improving your general health and work on like performance goals, and what I mean by that is like improving your strength, um, you know, endurance, cardio levels, all that kind of stuff, you will typically see those aesthetic goals where your body starts to look better. Maybe you lose some fat, you know, you're just feeling better, looking better, energy's better, all that stuff versus if you're just solely focused on how you look and your aesthetics, it can be a tough place to be because a lot of times we develop a poor relationship with our bodies and with exercise. And it's just not nearly as fun. It makes the process kind of draining. And, you know, it's just, it, it just makes it tougher. So if you can make that little shift to focusing on performance and just your health overall versus how you look, uh, the process becomes much more enjoyable and much more sustainable. Again, I know that's a hard one to embrace, but if you can get there, uh, it'll make the process much, much better. Uh, stop thinking about fitness as an eight-week diet or a 12-week program and more so as a lifelong journey. Fitness should be it for everything. And a lot of times, you know, fitness will get a bad rep because you see, you know, challenges for eight weeks uh, or programs for 12 weeks and all that stuff is great. But understand that the things that you're doing within those challenges, if you can't sustain those, it's going to be really, really hard to keep the results after you complete those challenges or those programs. And I'm not against those at all. You know, I've run challenges in the past, can help people build momentum, get in a good spot, but you want to make sure that the things that you're doing are actually things that you continue when this program is over so that you don't lose all your results and go backwards. So understand lifelong journey. You don't have to do stupid stuff to see results, do sustainable things that you can continue when these challenges end and you'll be in a much better spot long-term. Next one, simple, strength training. If you want to look your best, feel your best, um, you know, be strong, be confident, build discipline, all that stuff, strength training is a must. It is obviously any exercise is going to be good exercise and you should pick a form that you enjoy. But if you can get even, you know, a couple of sessions a week of some strength training, it is going to be highly beneficial. And again, if you're somebody who's after fat loss, it's going to be really important to strength train so that you can actually look the way that you want to look. Um, won't harp on that one too much, but strength train. Uh, next one, when fat loss is the goal, remember nutrition drives the car, not exercise. And you probably heard this one before that it's nearly impossible to out exercise a bad diet. Unless you are like a professional athlete or you're working out literally two, three hours a day. And even then sometimes it's hard to do. Um, it's going to be very difficult to out exercise or out train a bad diet just because it's way easier to eat 
taking a bunch of calories and it is to burn. Again, when you're doing, you know, a couple of hours of exercise, you're probably burning a little bit less calories than you actually think. And it's very easy to go in the kitchen and eat 500 calories of, you know, a piece of cake or a dessert or something like that than it is to actually go out and burn 500 calories. You know, it takes you two minutes to go down a piece of cake that's worth 500 calories and it might take you an hour or two to burn 500 calories through exercise. So remember that uh, if you're somebody after fat loss, that nutrition drives the car, not exercise. Uh, next one, random workouts equal random results. So this is why you should be following a program. Following a program is going to be beneficial in many different ways, just as far as you know, making progress, being able to track your progress, being time efficient in the gym, all that stuff is going to help. So if you're somebody out there who just like copies random workouts from social media, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, and just kind of goes in the gym and does whatever with no plan or no rhyme or reason, you're probably leaving some results on the table and you're probably making your results take longer than they need to. So find a good program that you like and enjoy and from a trusted source and stick to it. Next one, set up your environment to win. And what I mean by this is make the habits that you need to have successful fat loss journey easier. So for example, um, you want to lift at a gym or with a gym partner or with community that you really enjoy. You want to set up your house so that it's easier to make the easy, you know, make the good choices for fat loss, like having fruit in your house, having vegetables prepared, having, you know, meal prep in the fridge and make the other things that are probably not as conducive to fat loss, like having those, you know, higher processed, higher calorie foods, maybe not in the house, I'm not saying you can't have them, but if you want them, you have to go to the store uh, to get those things, make those things harder, right? So make all those habits that you want for fat loss easier and the things that make fat loss a little harder, you want to make those things a little bit harder to do. So set up your environment to win. Uh, next one, have a bedtime alarm. So a lot of people have an alarm for when they wake up in the morning, but this is something that I started doing a couple years ago and it's helped me to get better sleep and better sleep is going to help with tons of stuff. I mean, it's really one of the best things that you can do as far as really health in general goes. But when it comes to fat loss, when it comes to recovery, when it comes to how hungry you are the next day, you know, your mood, all those things are going to play a part in your fat loss success. So making sure that you get plenty of sleep, you know, seven, eight hours a night is going to be huge. And setting yourself a bedtime alarm is the way that you can do that. So you know, go on your phone, set yourself a bedtime alarm. That'll let you know when you should start winding it down and then aim to be in bed by a certain time and be in bed by that time. Uh, next one, make tomorrow great by starting today. And what I mean by this is that you should have a plan for the next day. Now, I'm not saying that you need to write out every little thing for the next day or anything like that, but have an idea of the meals that you're going to have the next day, the snacks you're going to have, what you're going to do as far as a workout, you know, when you plan on working out, where you plan on working out, just have those little details worked out the day before. If you have some things that maybe are going to come up um, or things that you know might throw you off a little bit, think about those things. And this literally takes like two, three minutes the night before. Think about those things, kind of have a plan of attack for the next day. And that's going to set you up on the right foot, you know, to have a solid day, hit your nutrition, get your workouts in, you know, get your steps in, get your water in, all that good stuff that's going to make fat loss more successful. Uh, next one, Surround yourself with people or groups who support your goals. Now, this one seems pretty obvious, but it is one of the things that can kick you out of your goals faster than you would think. If you are around people who do not support your goals, it's going to make sticking with those goals very difficult. So if you're somebody who's trying to lose fat, 
but your friends want to, you know, go out to eat every single night and have a bunch of drinks and stuff like that, it's going to make, you know, that fat loss very, very difficult. And I'm not saying that you can't ever hang out with those people, but it's going to make having that discipline a little bit harder. It's going to make those choices a little bit tougher. Um, so if you can get around people who have similar goals or similar mindsets as you, you know, maybe it's a training partner or people in your gym that are, you know, kind of chasing similar goals, uh, that can make that process a little bit easier because those relationships that you have around you are important and they influence you a lot more than you think. You've probably heard the term, you know, you become the uh, culmination of the five closest people around you. Well, when you're chasing your goals, this is no different. They have a big influence on you, a big impact on you. So just be mindful about the people that you're spending your time with, especially if you have particular goals that you are chasing. Next one, we're getting close to the end. I think we got four left. Write things down. This is something that I thought, you know, I never needed to do. I have a good memory and I was like, I don't really need to write things down. Like what I need to write things down for, I can remember everything, but just do it. Write things down. If you have goals, write them down. If you have plans, like, you know, write them down. If you have a training program, what you're going to do for your workout, write it down or have it on your phone. It doesn't necessarily mean you have to, you know, write it out pen and paper, but have a, have it written down somewhere because once you put that, you know, down physically somewhere, whether it's in your phone or you know on a calendar or something like that, you're much more likely to stick to it. You're going to be a little bit more accountable to it. And again, it just helps you, you know, kind of ingrain those things that you want to be doing into your mind and so that you don't forget to do certain things. So again, simple thing, but do it. Just write things down. Next one, understand that motivation comes from taking action and not the other way around. So a lot of times people will sit around until they, you know, feel like they're motivated to do something, to get the workout in, to start a diet, you know, to make better health choices. And this is kind of the opposite approach because the fact of the matter is most times you are not going to be motivated, but once you start the action, you know, you start working out, you start eating a little bit healthier, you start building a little bit of momentum, you get a little bit more mo motivation. Once you start building momentum, you start seeing some results and then you kind of roll in a loop that way. But if you're sitting around waiting for motivation every single day, you're not going to make it very far because like I said, there are going to be plenty of days where you don't feel like doing this stuff. Change is hard. It's hard to do things that you're not used to, and it's hard to build new habits and new behaviors. But if it's something that is important to you, you just have to focus on taking that action. Once you start with taking that action, you know, typically a couple minutes into it, you start getting a little bit more motivated, and it is not as hard as you would think. You start to build that momentum, and you start to see results. And like I said, once you start doing that, you are in good shape. Um, so just focus on getting started, taking action, and the rest will follow. Second to last one here, celebrate small wins. Fat loss is not a super quick process. Uh, I wish it was a little bit quicker, don't we all? But it is going to take some time. Sometimes it's eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, half a year, whole year. Uh, my personal weight loss took me, of losing 75 pounds, took me about 15 months, uh, right? So that's a pretty long period of time. So you want to make sure that in between those, you know, in between those months, in between those weeks, even day to day that you're celebrating small wins. You know, you got all your workouts in, um, you ate the meals that you were supposed to eat, you hit your protein goal, you hit your water goal, you lost five pounds in a month, you know, you lost a couple inches in this month, whatever. Celebrate those small wins along the way, helps you build momentum, keeps you like into it, keeps you engaged, even provides a little bit of motivation. So celebrate those small wins along the way. And the last one is you can't lose if you don't quit. Like I've said a couple different times, fat loss is not super quick and it's not always easy. It's simple. The formula is simple, right? You need to eat in a calorie deficit and you're going to 
lose weight, but it is not always easy. And that means that the actions that follow are not always easy. Sometimes it's hard to say no to the dessert. Sometimes it's hard not to order, you know, a certain meal when you go out to eat or turn down something, you know, or get up in the morning at 6 a.m. when you have to work out because it's the only time that you can get it in. Those decisions aren't always easy, but if it was easy, everybody would do it. And we wouldn't be in a situation where we're in here, where we have tons of people who, you know, don't have great health, aren't happy with their bodies, you know, don't feel great about themselves and that sort of thing. So if you want to get this result, if you want fat loss, if you want to, you know, feel better and feel good in your own skin, have confidence and understand that it is going to be difficult at times, but as long as you don't quit, keep chugging along, maybe you fall off track a little bit, get back on, keep grinding, keep gritting through it, keep getting better, keep learning, keep growing that you will eventually continue to make progress and you'll eventually get to the, you know, you get to your goals. So don't quit, stay with it. And uh, you'll be happy that you did. I can say that with 100% certainty as someone who was overweight pretty much their whole life, not super happy with where I was and you know, where my health was at. But now being where I am now after putting in hundreds of hours of work at this point, you know, tons of workouts, uh, tons of meals, doing things that I didn't always want to do. I'm in a, a much better space mentally and physically. So could not recommend it enough. Fitness can change your life if you let it. Uh, so do not quit. Um, and that was 30 right there. I think I did pretty good there for time. But yeah, appreciate you guys for listening. Um, if you liked, you know, these tips and you, you learned something or maybe you want a little bit more of this stuff, I actually created a PDF uh, and it's 101 different tips and tricks uh, as far as fat loss goes. And if you want a copy of that, I'll send you a free copy. Just message me on Instagram um, and I'll send you one. Other than that, if you have any topics in the future that you would like me to cover, please let me know. Again, I've been enjoying doing this podcast thing and looking forward to continuing it and kind of seeing where it goes. Uh, but for now, that is all I have. I appreciate you listening and uh, looking forward to hearing from you guys.